0: Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am your host, Lauren, and I'm so glad that you're here today, mainly because we are talking about high rates. This has been a theme for the past couple of months, especially on the show, and honestly, I've loved it, and I've loved talking to you guys about your mindset around charging high dollar amounts, and what that means to you, and then also seeing the results and seeing how you've been able to serve your clients by charging high rates and how it's transformed your businesses and your lives. And so it has been so fun. But in this episode, we're really gonna get down and talk about three reasons why high rates are the best rates. And when I say the best rates, I mean for you, for your clients, and just for everyone. We're also gonna talk about some misguided feelings and thoughts that you might have around charging higher rates. Before we get into it, I did want to let you know that my new mini course, Ready Set Clients, that teaches you how to land high-paying podcast clients, it is back open. So if you did not join us the first time around, you can now join us inside the new mini course by going to com forward slash clients. That's Lauren Wrighton, dot com forward slash clients. Okay. So to talk about this topic of why high rates are the best rates, I wanted to start us off by talking about some misguided feelings and thoughts that you might have around charging high rates. And this is really from talking to you guys about what is holding you back from raising your rates and what hesitations you feel about charging higher rates for your podcast management services. The first one is that this certain amount, let's say $1,000 or $1,500 or $2,000 a month is a lot for someone to pay. We have this thought of this certain dollar amount is a lot for someone to pay. And so when I show them my prices or I send them a proposal, I'm just kind of cringing over here because I know it's a lot for them to pay and I'm just feeling kind of about it, right? It's a big ask for me to ask them to pay this amount. That, that's our thought, right? Or that can be our thought. And really, we have no idea if that price is a lot for them. You know what I mean? It's like going into the grocery store and seeing a chocolate bar for a penny, and then seeing a chocolate bar for $20. For some of us, a penny is going to be super, super cheap. And for some of us, $20 is going to be super, super cheap. It just depends on so many factors, actually. It depends on how much money we have in our pocket, but it also depends on how badly we want that chocolate bar and what we thought the chocolate bar was going to cost and our experience buying the chocolate bar, right? If we go into a grocery store and we see that there's a 50 cents Hershey bar great, that's probably how much we want to pay. But then we walk into like this luxurious chocolate shop and we see that there's just this amazing chocolate bar that just looks incredible and it's in a glass case and it's $20. We might think that's gonna be real good and I'm gonna get it, right? So it's all just about perception, really. And more importantly, we just don't want to put our brains into our clients' pockets, without any more information, right? They'll let us know how they feel about the price if it needs to be talked about, right? And you can answer their questions if they have those questions. But really, we have no idea if a certain dollar amount is a lot or a little to our clients. The second kind of misguided thought or feeling that you might have is that you feel bad taking someone's money, And that also is really an assumption that people don't like paying you, right? And this all comes down to money mindset. And so if this is really, really resonates with you, I strongly encourage you to do some work on your mindset around money. I love this topic so much. So I've read a lot of books about this topic. One of my favorites is We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. It talks a lot about a millionaire mindset. There's lots of people that talk about this, though. So if this is really resonating, I would encourage you to really take some time to do some work on, you know, why do I feel like I'm taking someone's money when they're willingly paying me, (laughs) right? But really, your clients may love paying you, right? They may see your invoice and say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I get to pay this person this month. Because I am so happy and excited that I'm a podcaster and I have Shelly to handle it all for me, right? Maybe that's not even something that you've considered, that someone really loves paying you. I was kind of introduced to this idea early on. One of my clients talked about how she loved paying her contractors. And so since I was editing her podcast, she would talk about it on a pretty regular basis. And so I feel like I was really kind of indoctrined into this idea that, oh my gosh, we can just love paying our team because they're helping us with our businesses. They're helping us grow our business. And so that's how I feel about my own contractors, not only because I enjoy working with them, but because I know the positive impact that they have on my business. And therefore, I get excited to pay them each month. And I would wager that your clients enjoy maybe even love paying you. So if you feel kind of this guilt of like taking someone's money, that might just be your own thoughts that you want to kind of turn around. The last misguided thought that I wanted to bring up for this episode is imposter syndrome. And how imposter syndrome can show up here is by thinking that someone's gonna find out that my work isn't this valuable, right? So maybe you're charging $2,500 for a launch. And you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is a high ticket dollar amount. Once again, we don't know. We don't actually know if it's a lot for your clients, right? If they're making bank in their businesses, then $2,500 could be a drop in the bucket, right? We just do not know. So, okay, I I already made my point there. But let's say you're charging $2,500 for a podcast launch, but the thoughts in your head are someone's going to find out that my work isn't this valuable. And man, think about how really damaging that could be for you because you're going to kind of show up to that podcast launch with that feeling, with that, oh my gosh, they're going to find out, they're going to find out. And that's imposter syndrome. So what we can do to really combat our imposter syndrome is by getting feedback from our clients because you're probably killing it, right? You're probably crushing it. Your clients are probably very happy. If they aren't, you probably know, but you might need to look at their feedback and really study it and say, hey, this is what I'm really excelling at. This is what my clients really like about my service. And that is really the hard truth on why your work is valuable. So I love going back to things that my clients have written for me and about me because I can then really use facts against those limiting beliefs and those imposter syndrome moments to combat those and bring myself back to earth (laughs) and say, you're doing a good job. Let's get back to work. Really, when it comes down to it, we really sell ourselves on our services the more we sell our services. And so the first time that you sell a $2,500 podcast launch, yes, you might feel a little intimidated because you just raised your price. You might not feel as confident. But the more we sell that package, the more we sell ourselves on it because we do see the results that our clients are getting and we do see how happy they are with it. So if you haven't landed a client yet, you haven't sold your package yet, Use the inspiration of other podcast managers to sell yourself on the idea that high rates are the best rates, that there are clients out there that want to pay you, that will love paying you, that $1,000 a month is actually not a lot for many clients. Use the inspiration of other people and then once you sell it for the first time, you'll have a little more evidence that it's true for you and you'll just build up that evidence as you sell it more and more. Okay. So moving on to the three reasons why high rates are the best rates. The first thing that I wanted to share was that really how the brain works when it comes to high prices. Now, I love studying how the brain works. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but my degree is in neuroscience. We did not learn about this in school. But since then, I love reading like how we really interpret things and like buyer's psychology and all of this. And that's what we're talking about in this point is psychologically, we equate price with quality. And I talk about this in my masterclass, if you've attended it, that we psychologically believe that because something is a higher price, the quality is higher. And most of the time that is true, right? We we find evidence all over the place of why that's true, but it's not always true. Right? Like you could find a really high quality purse that's $100. And then you could find the same quality purse that's $1,000 or $10,000 just because it's a specific brand. Right? So it's actually not always true that price equals quality. But furthermore, we equate price with quality. And therefore, we believe that higher priced items are less risky. So we think, let's say we go to buy a really nice thousand dollar leather bag, and we view that purchase as, oh, this is going to la- last the test of time, right? This is bag is going to be stay in the best shape, and you feel really confident making that purchase because you see that it's high quality, and because you're paying a lot of money, it feels less risky, and that's how clients also feel about higher priced podcast management services is that, okay, because this is a higher price package, it's higher quality and it's less risky for me. Now, if you're in the very, very, very early stages of your business and your prices are lower, they're less than $1,000, then don't get discouraged by this fact. In your case, where you're kind of building up to that high price ticket, your clients get the benefit of paying less But having someone who's learning and is able to reach out to a community if they get stuck somewhere, and ultimately, they get you at a lower price as you learn. Now, you don't necessarily need to let them know that's the case. Like, hey, I'm still a little bit new. You're my first or second or third client, and so I'm still a little new, so my price is a little lower than others. No, you don't need to say that. But that's kind of just the reality of the situation, is if they do have a a budget that's lower than $1,000 then they get to work with you, you're still a great hire, right? So don't let that deter you from obviously charging the price that you need to charge right now, but just know that as your price increases, it actually feels less risky for the person that's hiring you. The second reason why high rates are the best rates is that we do our best work when we get paid well. And this is really a personal preference as far as what paid well means, right? Paid well could feel like $500. It could feel like $1,000. It could feel like $1,500. It, it also depends on the package and such. But we do our best work when we get paid well. And that's because we're able to really focus on the client and not be in like hustle mindset of, oh, I need to land a, a bunch of more clients because I you know I need to meet a certain minimum. I need to re- reach a certain monthly income. We also are in a place of abundance when we get paid well. And so we can kind of like take a deep breath and just do a really good job on the work. So when we have higher rates, we can show up as our best selves for our clients. And that is a huge benefit to them and to us. So I'm not saying you only show up well to your higher price clients. No, show up your best in every single situation because that's just personal integrity, right? But we just are able to show up best whenever we do get paid really well. The third reason why high rates are the best rates is that people that pay, pay attention. Have you heard that before? People that pay, pay attention. That's like whenever you sign up for a free challenge on like a Facebook group or something like that, And it's going on and you're getting emails, but you're just like kind of half paying attention because you didn't pay anything for it versus when even you did pay a small amount, like, you know, $27 for that same challenge, you have more skin in the game, right? You paid a little bit of money for it. And so therefore you're paying attention. So people that pay, pay attention. Same thing with our podcast management clients. When they pay they pay attention, they're committed to their podcast, right? If they're only $300 committed, that's a lot different of a commitment than a $1,000 commitment, right? So whenever you're looking for clients, you do wanna think about the fact that I want clients that are committed to podcasting, right? I don't wanna be selling them on continuing to podcast month after month, heck no. I want someone who's committed to podcasting and who has the mindset that they're in this for the long haul and that obviously my my services are so crucial to their success. And part of that is charging them, right? That's a really big benefit to them for you to charge them so that they are committed to the growth of their podcast and sticking with it so that they are committed to their podcast and their attention is not somewhere else, Right their attention is not somewhere else they do have a certain amount of attention that they've committed by paying you to their podcast some of the things that i've said in this episode have reminded me about an episode that i did recently episode 128 which is about the 10 reasons why podcasters love hiring podcast managers man that's a tongue twister 10 reasons why podcasters love hiring podcast managers episode 128. If you did not listen to that one yet, go check that one out because I think it'll go really well with this episode. One of the reasons though that I have been talking all about high rates is because I want to show you that number one, this is 100% possible. Number two, that podcast managers are doing this and they're rocking it and I want you to be one of them. And also, like I said, because of ready set clients and having all of these conversations with you guys, I've seen the commonalities of what is holding you back and what you can do to move yourself forward. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If it was, I would love to know over on Instagram. Let me know that you listen. Let me know what you're going to do with this information. You can find me at Lauren Wrighton. And until next week, I'll be cheering you on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. Alright, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.